0: it's the hilarious world of depression placebo edition mantra placebo edition there are a few words you don't often hear together well, depression takes people to some odd places and odd selections of words. I'm John Moe, and I recently asked listeners on Twitter, what do they say to themselves when clinical depression, our old pal Cliny D, starts to flare up? A word, a phrase, a thought, something to bust in there, get things a little bit more on track. Here's what some of you had to say
1: My name is Diane Lawless, and I live in Austin, Texas, and my mantra is it's only temporary. It's not something I actively thought up to use as a mantra. It just kind of came to me one day. I had moved home to care for my father who was dying from ALS. And as his condition progressed, it became more of a struggle to manage my feelings and not give in to the despair and sheer exhaustion. And after one particularly tough day I was standing at the sink doing the dishes and that phrase just kind of popped into my head and I remember feeling this tremendous sense of relief just knowing that it wasn't going to last forever and things would get better and that it wasn't just true for that moment in time but was always going to be true it was kind of the last best gift my father could have ever given me
2: this is Shreji from India, and when I'm depressed, this is what I tell myself. Some of the world's greatest artists and scholars, like Vincent van Gogh and uh, Stephen Fry, all went through and go through what I'm going through. They are my people. That's where I belong. We are the ones who make this planet worth living on. What would this species even do without us? I'm not alone, and turns out, it's a pretty sweet club to be in. And this statement does exactly what it says on the tin. It makes me feel less isolated, and it replaces that sad sentiment of inadequacy and self-pity with a sense of pride. It helps me get to sleep, and it helps me get out of bed.
3: My name is Kate Schuster. I live in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, my mantra is by a poet that I absolutely hate um, named Rod McEwen. And he has this stanza that stuck with me. The moon on the lake is especially nice in middle age or otherwise. I think I like it so much because it really speaks to the beauty of things that are small, like the moon on the lake, which is kind of easy to overlook when you're in the grips of clinical depression. And it's also been a mantra that's been good at many times in my life before I was middle-aged. And now that I'm actually middle-aged, hopefully it'll have some staying power
4: for me as I move forward. My name is Kristen Abel. I'm from Kansas City. And in addition to my day job, I do advocacy for mental illness on the side. Uh, My mantra is it's not really a mantra. Um, I actually talk to myself, uh, kind of gently. I say, come on, baby girl, or, um, you got this baby girl. Let's go. Uh, nobody has ever called me baby girl in my entire life. So it's kind of a way for me to remind myself to be gentle with myself in a time when I really don't feel like being gentle with myself.
3: Hi, I'm Michelle Mayong and I live in Evanston, Illinois. And my mantra whenever I'm struggling through a really bad episode is I've been through dark times, I can pull through again. And I came to this thought because I was terrified one day that I was going to have to deal with depression my whole life and it's just not going to get better. And I just found that unbearable. But when I really thought about the reality of what I've been through, I realized it's gotten better for me each time, like not the depressive episode, but how I cope with it, and each time I've pulled through, I've developed interest in a new hobby or met people who are more empathetic. And I realize I've made it through, and there's no reason why I can't get through this one, and I will make it through this episode.
5: Hi, my name is Nellie Key Jones, and I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Like many of us, my brain is an asshole and thinks that the time that I should be falling asleep is actually better spent playing everyone's least favorite game. What was it that you did to fuck up your life so completely and going over every mistake that possibly could have done it? What helps is something that I adapted from, I swear, something I read in an Oprah magazine that standing at Target one day, And it's to forgive myself for saying that I did the best I could with the tools and knowledge that I had at the time, which is true. And as I don't have a time machine, I can't go back and change anything, no matter how much my asshole brain tries to make me ruminate on these mistakes. My brain really is an asshole and will always try to play this game when I'm having trouble sleeping. But forgiving myself allows me to tell it to shut up, roll over, and go back to sleep.
6: My name is Tyler and I live in Rapid City, South Dakota. I've struggled with depression most of my life, and sometimes I've felt very overwhelmed by it. If you look at everything happening, whether it's real or just in your mind, you can go into kind of a vapor lock, just freeze up. One of the ways that I've found to get through it is to break down your life into smaller chunks. A quote from the show Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt has really stuck with me.
5: I learned a long time ago that a person can stand just about anything for 10 seconds. Do you think you can make it through the next 10 seconds? I guess so. Is it over? No, but it will be very soon. And then you start on the next 10 seconds. Just take it 10 seconds at a time.
6: And from that, I've taken away that all I have to do is get through the next 10 seconds. Then the next, and the next. then eventually, I'll be on the other side of whatever I was dreading and it might not seem so bad anymore. All I have to do is get through the next 10 seconds.
3: Hi, my name is Sarah Shrewsbury. I am from Maplewood, Minnesota. The mantra that I repeat to myself to help me with my depression is a haiku by Mitsuda Masahide. Since my house burned down, I now own a better view of the rising moon. This comes from a book of Japanese death poems uh, written by Zen monks and Haiku poets on the verge of death. My therapist found it and gave it to me i don 't know how she pulls these things out of the air, but it, it truly she does it 's just i think she just has this great brain file cabinet where she puts things uh, for when she sees me next anyway uh this helped me through some really difficult personal times and some even more difficult work times and i printed off an entire sheet i posted it up in my cubicle i taped it to my notebooks and my journals i put a copy in my wallet and so it just goes with me everywhere i go
4: my name is matt moraine i'm calling from raleigh north carolina with two mantras i have that lift me up in times of woe Uh, the first is more about hope and optimism in the future It's from uh, Lord of the Rings, from The Return of the King, when Sam is uh, singing a song as he ascends the Tower of Kirith Ungol. Hi, I'm a nerd. I lean into it, and it helps. Uh, The quote is, above all shadows rides the sun. Uh, And I think that helps me remember that it gets better when all you can see is bleakness and darkness. Uh, The other one is kind of the uh, fuck it, who gives a shit, uh, go for it kind of. Uh, approach and uh, it's death is coming eat trash be free and if you google it you'll find an image of a group of raccoons with that text uh, over it and it reminds me that we only get one trip uh, around in this life and you might as well do the things that you want to and not hold back
6: my name is David Hubble from Lancaster Pennsylvania I'm 67 years old and I have struggled with depression most of my adult life. Sometime this past year, I began falling into a dark hole. Despite therapy and medication, I kept falling and I began thinking that I was irreparably broken. Somehow, somewhere, I managed to grab onto something and stop falling into the hole. I started to look up and I realized, I am not hopelessly broken, and began the long climb out. That is my mantra now. Whenever I feel myself sliding in, I say, I am not hopelessly broken. I am not
0: hopelessly broken. Finally, one more we got via email from a listener named Jennifer. She says, lately, I've been picking myself up out of a bad bout with a story about Freddie Mercury, my favorite singer of all time. Toward the end of his life, he and his band Queen were about to record one day when guitarist Brian May asked out of concern if Freddie felt up to the task. Freddie knocked back a shot of vodka, said, I'll fucking do it, darling, then went into the studio and sang his heart out. So now I keep hearing Freddie in my head saying, You can fucking do it, darling. It's been a big pickup lately freddie has been getting me out of bed most days, and I have to thank him for it, even if he's been gone 27 years or so at this point. Thanks, Jennifer. The Hilarious World of Depression is a production of American Public Media. Our producer is Chrissy Pease. Our executive producer is Kate Moose. Special thanks to Nate Toby. Our technical director this time around is Corey Shreppel. Our guests were recorded by themselves. Our theme song is called Pagliacci, and it was written and performed by our good friend Rhett Miller of the band The Old 97s. Check out Rhett at rhettmiller.com. If you need help right away, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's free, it's confidential. one 800 273 8255 National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, one 800 8255 That 8255 By the way Spells talk For more information About how to have Conversations About mental illness Especially those Uncomfortable conversations Visit our good friends At makeitok.org Check us out on Twitter We're at T-H-W-O-F-D T-H-W-O-F-D D because somebody had already taken the Twitter handle THWOD, T-H-W-O-D. But you can email us at THWOD at AmericanPublicMedia.org. T-H-W-O-D at AmericanPublicMedia.org. We've received a lot of emails since opening up that email box a few weeks ago, and we haven't had a chance to respond to all of them because there are so many. But we have read every single message. Thank you so much for writing in. We will respond as soon as we are able. I'm John Moe, bye now.